Hey, welcome back, agents, to another episode of Prime Tips. This time, we're going to be flipping out over flip cards. We're going to be talking about flip cards. Now, that may be a term that you've not heard or familiar with. Uh, A lot of players are going to call them viruses, or they just call them by what they are, which is an Ada and or a Jarvis. Um, So they're very special. They're very rare. So we're going to take a deep dive looking at how these things work. You don't use them that often, but when you do, you want to make sure you use them most effectively because they are just darn hard to find. So let's look a little bit at what they are. Um, They are basically a weapon that allows you to flip the faction that controls a portal. So flip its alignment, if you want to think about that way. So how do you get them? Well, now, most of the time, you're going to get a flip card just by hacking. Now, it's very rare that you would get them. They don't pop up every day. I think that the studies show that you get about one in every 2,500 hacks is where you're going to get one. So you have to hack a lot to have those flip cards drop. Now, some say it's the most common, you know, you'll get them in a tap hack just as much as you get them in a glyph hack. I don't really know about that, but uh, I I will say that I I got one in a tap hack today. So, and it's been uh, probably a few weeks since I've seen one. I don't, I don't, I don't uh, hack that much. I should hack more. You might get them from codes. So if you have a code that is, uh, say, on a card or a code that's given out as part of a uh, promotion or something like that, uh, anomalies sometimes would give out cards that would have uh, flip cards in them. Um, probably, if you're a lower level agent and they want you to use a flip card, it's going to be another agent that's going to give that flip card to you. So trading with well-equipped agents that are willing to part with them. And again, it's hard to find them anymore. It used to be that you could replicate those in a quantum capsule, in an MFUG, but they they don't replicate anymore. So they're getting hard to find. So, And that's probably good to keep balance in the game. What about the future? Uh, will we see them as something in the kinetic capsule and a program that runs them? Who knows? Uh, right now, they have uh, an event where they're letting you, quote unquote, create a, a flip card. Really, you're putting an Ada in and getting a Jarvis back. So you're not really creating one, but you are kind of flipping a flip card. Um, so they're hard to find, but once you get one, what do you need to be able to use that flip card or that virus on a portal? Of course, you're going to need the flip card, but you're going to need a flip card that's the opposite color of the portal you're using it on. So you use an Ada or blue on a green portal or a Jarvis, which is green, on a blue portal. Now, that might be hard to keep keep track of or you know, which one's which. Here's the easy way. You look at the two cards and it's the color that the portal's going to be when it's all done. So you have an Ada, that card is that flip card is blue. So when you're done, that portal's going to be blue. Okay? Another thing is you have to have enough enough XM in your main tank to do the flip. 
So we'll talk a little bit about the pro- the cost here. But the thing that a lot of people forget is that you have to have an extra one XM in your main tank to make that work. So the XM cost is about, uh, it, it is 1000 for each level of portal that you're going to flip. And um, we can see here, how much XM does each player, each level have in their tank? And again, we're, li- we're talking about a fully charged, just regular tank. So for instance, let's say that we have a level seven uh, portal that we want to flip. It's going to take 7,000 XM. If I go over and look at what is the XM capacity, you'll see that a level five agent has 7,000 XM in their main tank, which you would think that they'd be able to, to do that. But again, remember, you have to keep one in your tank. It will not let you uh, get rid of all the XM that's in your tank. Um, you can get your tank down to zero. You know, if you're attacked, it's going to get that XM tank down to zero and it's going to tell you that the scanner is inoperable and you have to charge it. But it won't let you use all to zero. So what that means is that you have to add that one in. Now you might be thinking, well, no problem. I'll just throw a hypercube on. Hypercubes don't work the way uh, that that would be advantageous. What a hypercube does is it creates a reserve tank that sits off to the side. And then as you use stuff in your main XM tank, as soon as that's depleted, that hypercube takes the, from the reserve and recharges your main tank. So it doesn't give you more XM in your main tank. It just keeps it charged until it's depleted. So due to the XM only using uh, from that main tank and not the total that you have available with that uh, hypercube, hyper you really are stuck with just what that XM for your level is. So... There's a lot to think of there. Here, here's the rule of thumb. The rule of thumb is that you can flip a portal that's one level higher than your present level. So if you're a level seven agent, you can flip any portal because eight's the highest. If you're level five, you can flip six. Now, you, you know, again, it's really close to two. I mean, you're off by one. And I've heard some agents say that, yeah, you can flip two. I have not seen that, so I can't say that's for sure. So reliably, one level up is all that you're going to be able to do. And again, you have to be fully charged to make that work. So what happens if you use a flip card? What what does it actually do? Well, there's a number of things that happen, and they all happen at one time. It happens real quickly when it happens. So the big thing is the target portal is switched to the alignment or the color of the virus. Now, that being said, you can't use a blue flip card on a blue portal. It won't work. And you can't use a green on a green. So you have to use it on the opposite color. So you can use a blue on a green and turn it green, or a green on a blue and turn it blue. Um, So ADAs, you can turn lightened portals to blue, Jarvis's, you can turn 
the blue portals to green. Okay. I don't know if I got that right or not, but you, you, you get the idea. Uh, when that happens, the name of the agent that used the flip card will show in comms as the agent that destroyed the resonators, the portal, and then it will also drop all the links. And it will, since it dropped all the links, it's going to take down all the fields that are anchored on that portal. Now, you might think that, so I just want to use one of these flip cards on portals of the opposite faction, the opposing faction. Not always. They come in real handy for flipping your own factions, portals. There's some reasons why you want to do that. So we'll talk about that. So either faction can use either one. You just can't use the same color on the same color portal. Um, So the name goes on there. And, And why I brought that up is what name shows up on the actual portal itself. So if I am a resistance player and I use an ADA, a blue flip card on a green portal, it becomes blue. And when people look at that portal, my agent name is going to be on every resonator, no matter who it was to start with. It's going to be shown as the owner, and it's also going to be on any mods. So when you flip that portal, you don't destroy it. You you flip it. So the mods stay on there. And that's important because one of the reasons you might want to flip something is it's well protected and you want to keep that. So you want to keep all the Aegis shields or you want to keep the uh, S-bolts that are on it. Um, but what happens if you use it to flip one of your own color, your own faction? So what if as a resistance player, I use a Jarvis to flip a blue portal to green. Now, again, that might seem kind of stupid to do, but we'll see why that you would want to do that. But in that case, it won't put my name on that portal. Now, it'll show it in comms that I was the one that that did it, but my name won't show up on the resonators or my name won't show up on the mods because at that point, it's an enemy portal. Um, So my name's not going to show up on it. What will happen is, is the name of the flip card will show up on it. So in this case, since I used a Jarvis to flip that portal, it's going to say Jarvis is the owner of all the resonators. And Jarvis is the owner of the portal. And Jarvis is the owner of all of the mods. Now, there's actually a, a story that goes through the lore and explains all this, but it's easy to remember if it's going to your color, if the end result is it's your faction, your name will go on it. At the end, it's going to be the opposing factions. It'll show either Ada or Jarvis. And that's one of the ways you can kind of tell that it happens. Um, the notifications will go out. So if anybody was an owner of a resonator on that portal and you flipped it, they will get the notice. So if you're flipping, say enemy portal to your faction, it's going to look a lot like just a regular attack because it's going to show your name. What gets confusing is when you flip one of your own faction portals to the opposing faction. So again, if I'm blue 
and I use a green, I use a Jarvis on a blue portal to make it green, to make it enlightened. This gets confusing for those, it can be confusing for those agents that were owners of resonators on that portal because they will get a message saying that an agent from their faction has destroyed that portal. And that should be a tip off that, okay, they used a, a virus. And why did they use a virus? Or why did they flip that? Um, if agent flips a portal, it again, it's really quick. So they're going to get everything at one time. Um, another thing that happens is that the owner of the portal has no chance to recharge or to really fight it in any way. Uh, just because this is the one thing that if it works, it's a hundred percent. It always works. Now you have to be within range to fire it off. You have to have, again, the X M to make it work and the right color. But if you meet all of those requirements, even if that agent is standing there next to you, there's nothing they can do to stop you from flipping that portal, with the possible exception of flipping it themselves, which I've seen happen. Um, the target portal's resonators get fully charged. So if you have been battling something and you flip it, it will charge those fully, which good if it becomes yours, bad if it becomes theirs. Any links from other portals are broken, which means the control fields that those are supporting go down as well. That's one of the reasons why you might want to use a flip card on a portal of your own uh, faction. Because maybe you want to drop a link. It's in the way of a lane. This will let you do that by changing the faction that owns that particular portal. Uh, one big thing you need to think about is no AP is going to be gained or awarded for this action. So, you know, if you flip a portal that has 100 incoming links and 15 fields and, you know, it has a lot of AP on it. If you use bursters and ultra strikes and you take it down, you'll get that AP. If you flip it, no AP. Okay. So you're not going to make AP just by doing that action. No keys will drop. So if you're flipping it thinking that, hey, this has got 100 links, I should grab a bunch of keys. No keys will drop if you flip it. Uh, of course, since you're not getting AP, it's not counting for anything. None of your stats are going to be incremented, so you're not going to see anything there. And again, we mentioned that the name of the uh, owner is going to change. Here's the big one. A, a thing called inoculation. Okay. So when you flip that portal for 60 minutes from the time that you flip it, that portal cannot be flipped again. Now, that's a real strategic thing. Uh, but you even, you know, if you flip it, they can attack it and they can take it down, but they can't flip it back. Okay. If you try to flip it within that 60 minutes, we'll see here in a little bit. It, it will fail. It doesn't give you a warning. It doesn't tell you that, hey, this is inoculated, that you're going to lose uh, your flip card. So if it doesn't work, you lose a flip card, you lose the XM that you had to put out to make it happen, and it doesn't work. Um, if they neutralize that portal after it's been flipped or 
they take it or anything, that doesn't reset that 60-minute inoculation timer either. That 60 minutes is 60 minutes. So it's used in a lot of instances where timing is really important. The other thing it will do is it will change the maximum time portal held statistic for that particular portal. Now, that used to be a big deal when Guardians were a big deal. Uh, it is a running stat now. I think I've got one that's been running for 450 days. I'm not even sure really where that one's at. So somebody else is probably keeping it charged for me. Um, but if that portal was <clears throat> ever to be flipped, that timer would quit. Okay. Um, so what defense do you have against them? <clears throat> really not a whole lot. There's not a whole lot you can do. You can pre-inoculate that portal. So if you know that somebody's possibly going to use a flip card on a portal in a certain time period, and you've got an idea within that 60 minutes again, you can inoculate it. The only other thing that you can do is get that portal inaccessible. So if you're using, say, an anchor for an operation or something, choose a portal that is going to be inaccessible or hard to get to or hard to use at the time that they want to use that flip card. So if it's, you know, the portal on a mountaintop, it's just going to be hard for them to get to to use. If they get there, they'll probably flip it. Uh, if it's a portal that's, you know, at the bottom of a well or it's somewhere where there's really just crappy cell signal, again, it might make it difficult for them to use that flip card or do anything for that portal. But honestly, unless you've inoculated or it's hard to get to, there's not much they can do to stop it. You can be standing there seeing that the other agent from the other side is going to flip it, and there's not a darn thing you can do unless you talk them out of it. So let's take a look at, at uh, how flip cards are done. Welcome back, Prime Tip agents. This time we are in the field. It's spring in the United States, and it's such a nice day, I figured I would be outside, and I'm going to do something that <laughs> I just don't do. I'm going to waste a flip card, but it's all for you guys to show you what's going on. So, what we're going to do is we're going to look at using Jarvis and Ada, and on purpose, I am going to fail the first time around, just so you can see what kind of goes on. So, I have an enemy portal. And you notice that that is a level 6 portal. So that means it takes 6,000 XM to flip that portal if I deploy a flip card, which is what I'm going to do. I've got about 2,100 XM in my tank right now. So it's not how much you have in the reserve tank. It's in that main tank that counts. Let me stop there for a second. And, and if you're, you're looking at the video, you can see that there's in the upper left-hand corner where the avatar if you want to call it that is you see i have just a little bit indicated in my main tank now it's that tank that is the limit that we talk about it is not if you add say a hyper a hypercube and you get that reserve tank off the side that's not going to do anything to it it has to be in that main tank right there so i'm going to deploy a uh, virus on this particular portal and try to flip it, I should fail. So I can go in to attack and I can find which one I want. Now you 
Uh, you notice, again, I'm going to tell you here in a second that I only have one out. That might be a good thing for you to do if you have viruses in your inventory instead of keeping a bunch of them in your main inventory for a couple of reasons. You might accidentally drop them, and that's bad, especially for other other uh, agents around because, believe me, they'll pick them up. Or the worst thing is if you happen to get in a managed screen where you can delete uh, you know, whole groups of items. So you might accidentally, heaven forbid, uh, recycle all of your Jarvis's or all of your ADAs at one time without really meaning to. Since these are so powerful and so rare, I say keep them in a capsule and bring out what you need when you need them. Um, yeah, you can you can drop the capsule, that's true. But that's probably a little less you know, rare. And again, keep in mind, these are not items that you can put in a quantum capsule and have them duplicate. So you might as well just put them in a regular capsule. So I've got one of each and it's the color that you want it to be when you're finished is what you need to look for. So I'm going to use an Ada refractor and I'm going to try to change this fraction on this portal. Faction, not fraction. Screwed up. Sorry. To blue which would change all of the uh, resonators if there was anything that was a mod that was on it those would go with it and it put my name on it so I'm gonna say I'm gonna use the Ada it tasks me which portal I want to do that with let's do it with the one that's right here and that's the one I want and notice that it says who the owner is I can go back at this point I can confirm we're going to confirm and see what happens. Need more XM. So it fails. Now, you notice that that happened pretty quickly. Uh, it used to be that when you did that, there was a sound that went with it, and it was a little more noticeable. Uh, but uh, if you're in a hurry and you try it and you just get that quick flash that says need more XM, you may miss it. So you might hit it three or four times. So, again, you have to watch carefully when that happens. Okay. And you'll notice that it did not use up that particular resin uh, flip card. So uh, let's put in a hypercube. XM reserves, 100%. And it's at this point <laughs> that my wife called me. So I had to cut this in too. But this, this would be a good place to kind of go on. So you notice that I used a hypercube, which is going to fill my tank completely. But again, keep in mind, it's not going to give me extra that I could flip more with. It's just going to refill that tank as soon as I do it. You just can't get away, agents. Got a call while I was in the middle of this. So we're going to go ahead. Now you can see I have my tank full. I have a hypercube, so I've got extra in the tank. And I want you to watch what it does. It uses what's in the main tank, not the reserve tank, when it does this flip. So that prevents those level 2 agents from using a hypercube and being able to flip things. And you won't actually see <clears throat> the tank empty uh, because that kind of goes off the screen. It used to be in the older redacted that you would see the tank empty, uh, but you don't see that anymore. So we'll give it a try here again. So say attack. We're going to use an Ada Refractor. We're going to choose that target again. And 
confirm. Now you might notice there that you're seeing the cloud around the portal changing from green to blue. Uh, again, if you're looking at it at a different view, you can see that better. But that's the process that it changes. Now, you won't actually see the change happen right away. You kind of have to go out and come back, as we'll see here. And you'll see that... I was in a bad cell. It should just do it. And now that portal is blue. Now you notice that if you look at this, all of the resonators have my name on them. And there are two mods that are still on this after it's been flipped. Usually you get to see everything and it goes on. I'm in a low data area. But now you notice that I own all of those resonators. I also got to keep the shields that were on it and it made me the owner. So everything goes over to what I am. now. Had I been flipping it uh, the other way, I would get Jarvis as the owner because I can't own it, being as it would be the other faction. So, and you'll notice that it took some took the XM out of my extra tank and I put it there. So, next thing we're going to do is we're going to look at a failure because I have flipped this portal it's inoculated for one hour. What that means is nobody can come along and use a flip card, use a virus, and flip this particular portal for one hour. So let's see what happens when I try that. And you also notice that there's nothing that indicates that this portal has been flipped. So you kind of have to know what's happened to this portal in the last hour or so if you want to make sure that you're not wasting things. So I've got a green virus, a Jarvis, which means I'm going to change the ownership to green, or I'm going to try. And notice I've got one. Use. Choose that one. Here we go. Again, real quick, failed uh, message shows up. You don't you don't catch it if you're not watching for it. And you will see that cloud and, and the little display there. So that gives you an idea that uh, I just screwed up. This told me that the portal is temporarily immune. Gives me a little light show. And it did not flip that portal. And when I go and I look, I burned that virus. That means, <clears throat> unlike the other one, that when I didn't have enough XP... I didn't use the virus. In this case, I tried to use the virus. It was inoculated. I lost that virus. So, to prevent that from happening, what you really want to do is look at comms and see if this thing has been flipped. Look at ownership. See if that person's all in there. Um, you know, look at the indicators that you would have that would let you know that, hey, that's happened. And you might notice the on the screen, if you're looking at it here, that all these events happen at exactly the same time. So there's a control field destroyed. There's a link destroyed. The control field 
destroyed because there was another one there. Link destroyed. So all of that has the exact same time. That's kind of a tip-off that a virus was used because it's not often that you know the one shot's going to kill everything. So we can look here. You see the link's destroyed. Uh, so again, just a tip-off. Link destroyed. So it says who did it. But I don't think that it shows me that it was using a virus that actually did that. So, it's good to know how it was destroyed. More information about flip cars, Ada, and Jarvis's coming up. So, there you have it in, in use. Uh, probably the more important thing is why and how you want to use those. Because these are not things that you want to use on, you know, everyday items. Uh, it's it's not, you know, well, here's a, here's a portal that I want to get rid of. I'll just throw a Jarvis on it or I'll, I'll throw an aid on it. Because these are rare and they're very powerful. So when do you want to use one? Well, high stakes combat. Um, so if it's, you know that it's going to get attacked, you can flip it and that inoculates it. And that prevents anybody else from coming in and flipping the portal. So if you know that, hey, this thing needs to last to the next CP, if you can flip it an hour before, that gives you one less thing that the other side can do it. It's good for that last-ditch attack for portals that you're not able to take with bursters and ultra strikes. So, you know, if you know that you're going in against you know, a level 8 portal, it's got Aegis shields all over it, and, you know, the agents, three or four agents that are on it are rabid rechargers, Ah, uh, and it really, really have to have that one. I would keep that uh, flip card handy. Now, I wouldn't use it right away. I'd battle it for a while if you could, and if you make it, you make it. Uh, but if not, you, you're you're getting AP while you are battling it. But you know, if it gets to a point that I'm out of gear, I'm just going to flip it. Uh, you might also use it to deny enemy resources. So if there's farming portals that they use that the opposing faction uses uh or they aggressively recharge it uh as you know to keep it alive you can use that flip card to deny them that portal and then you can farm that portal or uh if you can't destroy it with your regular attacks again you can flip it and then you have it um uh, you can attack for a long time make them use up a lot of their stuff because they want to keep that that farming portal and then flip it. That's usually a, a way to go about it. Uh, you can enhance your own farming for resource gathering. So bump flipping, which we've talked about bump flipping uh, to get a level eight portal uh, to do it without any extras or flip cards, or anything like, like that, you're going to need eight agents. But if you have the flip cards that you can use it, you can put as many eights as you can on it Flip it to the opposing faction, wait an hour, flip it back, and the and the agent that flipped it back then is going to own all of them, and then the other agent or agents that are there with you can throw more eights on it. So again, depending upon how many agents you have, how many eights you're able to deploy at the time, you can bump flip and get that portal up to eight so that you can use it for farming. Uh, flip opposing faction portals that are modded for gear production so you can farm the gear. So, you know, if you find one that has uh, 
you know, the right Edo ends on it and the right um, oh, multi-hack and say maybe a uh, uh, something else that's there that, that makes it do what you want it to do. Um, instead of tearing it down and rebuilding it and putting on the multi-hack and the heat sink and the Edo in, and it's already there, just flip it and then you can use it. Uh, maintaining portal control to hit time windows. Now that's probably important if you're dealing with operations or anomalies. So you flip it with an hour of CP to prevent the opposing agents from flipping it just before the checkpoint. That way you can make sure that, that your team, your faction gets the MU score, that it hits that, that checkpoint. Um, flip it within an hour <clears throat> to prevent a flip at checkpoint for a shard movement. Now, we haven't talked a whole lot about shards, but the way that shards work, uh, well, most of the time, but the way it's worked that we've used them so far is that at a checkpoint, a shard is going to randomly move depend upon uh, what links are available to that portal. And one faction wants it to go one way, another faction wants it to go in another way. So usually, just before checkpoint, they're going to want control of that particular portal and have a link going in the direction that they want the shard to go. That way, when the checkpoint comes around and the shard jumps, hopefully, it will jump the right way. So if you have it flipped over at one link, it should make it down that one link. But if you don't have it inoculated, the other side could just flip it just before checkpoint and again, it will be fully charged at that time, and they make a link, and away it goes. So hours out, they start the flip sequence so that they make sure that it's going to flip to the right one at the right time. Um, anomalies. So when you get into anomaly events, a lot of those have measurements, and those measurements happen three or four times within, say, 20 or 30 minutes. It, it all differs. So you want to have control of certain portals at certain times. So it could be for an anomaly event that's counting how many portals you have control of. You could use a virus to make sure that you have control. That's a little overkill. Uh, link snakes and link counts. Um, one of the events that they sometimes have is how many links you have uh, in a quote-unquote quote, quote snake. So it goes from here to two to three to four. So you may use that uh, virus or that flip card to flip it and make that link so that you can extend how many links you have on that snake. Uh, field counts, again, you have to have control to that particular portal to get the links to get the fields. And the play box reset. Uh, so a lot of times with anomalies before certain events, they will reset the play box. So they basically wipe out who owns all the portals in the play box of the anomaly, and then the action starts. Keep in mind that taking, resetting, ghosting, you know, when you change the ownership of a portal that way, it does not affect inoculation. So if I know that I want this portal, even if they reset the play box, the inoculation time has started. And so 
that's a big strategy is knowing when to have that inoculation on. Um, operation planning, prep, prepping and execution. So flipping friendly portals to drop links from that are in the field that are your faction that are blockers. So if we have a lane and you have a friendly agent that doesn't know the operations going on and they derp a link across your lane and you're expecting to throw you know, 15 links down this lane and that blocks it. Your only hope to making that change within the rules, of course, is to use a flip card to flip it to the other side, to flip it faction, which is going to drop that link. And then you probably want to take out, <laughs> take out some resonators or kill that portal so the other side can't link into that. You could hope that, uh, you know, an opposing agent comes by and takes tears it down for you, but I would bet on it. Um, flipping opposing faction portals to open lanes just before throws. So, you know, if you know that, hey, we're going to go through this area at this time and we're going to start throwing links to make layers for this operation and there is an opposing faction link across it, if that if you don't want to give it away that you're doing that, you might wait to the last minute and then have an agent flip that portal that drops those links and then you throw your links up through the lane. It's a good thing to do. Uh, a link star, and I, I've seen this happen. Uh, if you're going to make a link star, it's probably best that you flip it just before you start that way you have an hour that nobody can mess with it. Uh, you know, I have actually seen and worked on a link star that had 450 links and a local player on our faction was kind of upset because that's a lot of uh, action going on and the scanner gets really laggy. At that time it was redacted, so it got really laggy and he didn't want to wait. So he flipped that portal. Uh, which made a lot of people mad. So if you don't want that link star being flipped, flip it to to either the port to either to the faction that you want to start with, or flip it, kill it, and destroy it, and then start throwing to it. That way, when somebody comes along, whether it's a friendly agent or an opposing agent, which probably is what it's going to be, and they're just going to try to take it out, they can't just hit it with uh, a flip card. Um, Link dropping, as we talked about, it's the only way that you can drop links of your faction. Um, if you do do that, you need to think about what's left. So if you flip a portal from your faction to the opposing faction, don't run away. Because at that point, you may have, and you probably have, a fully deployed portal. And if agents from the other faction have keys, you can bet that they're probably going to throw to it. So you need to at least go in and knock off one resonator, or better yet, kill the whole thing, uh, and then go away. Um, if you destroy or flip a friendly, you probably want to look at who owns that portal and let them know, hey, I'm going to flip this portal and here's why. Because otherwise, get a lot of bad feelings, or they may come out to the field and, and you know start messing around with things because... You took out their portal. Um, mod redeployment. Now, this is something you might think about. If an enemy portal is modded the way that you want, 
to hit a certain goal. Maybe you want a well-protected portal and you have an enemy portal that has four Aegis shields on it and it's one that you want to use. If you don't need the AP, but you need the protection, flip it and you have those four Aegis shields. And then you can upgrade the resonators to what you need. Uh, if a portal has some of the mods that you need, you can take some chances. And so you can, depending upon what faction it is, use Ultra Strikes and try to strip off the mods. So if it is, say, an opposing faction to start with, and I need two Aegis Shields and two Softbake Ultra Links, and this thing's got four Aegis Shields on it, I could run the risk and start hitting it with Ultra Strikes until I knock two of those Aegis Shields off, then flip it, and then have somebody else come in and throw on the two SoftBank Ultralinks. So again, there's a lot of thinking and planning that goes on when you want to do these things, unless it's one of those, hey, this is set up exactly the way I want. I'm just going to flip it and use it for me. Um, if a portal's owned by your team and has all the mods slots deployed with mods that you don't want, you can flip it and kill it, and then rebuild it and mod it the way that you want. So that might be a, an important thing for you as well. Misdirection. Uh, if you have agents that are watching the map, uh, a flip usually indicates that something big is up. So flipping a portal can be seen by that opposing faction as an indication that this is going to be used as an anchor or there's an operation going on or something like that. Uh, it could be seen as clearing for a rail or a lane. So if you want them to look the other way, maybe flip one of their portals that they're pretty sure that the action's going to be over there, but you are over here. Um, AP production. You can use it for grinding. And again, keep in mind that if you flip something, you're not going to get AP for what's flipped. But let's say that you're microfielding. And you set up the microfield so that uh, you're throwing links into one particular portal. So you're throwing, say, 15 or 20 links into one portal in that microfielding. So what you can then do is once you've finished that and you've generated all the AP for the links in the fields and, of course, the deploys, you go to that anchor portal and flip it. So you flip it to the opposing side. That drops all of those links, attack it, rebuild it, then go back out and rethrow those links. You'll have an hour to do that and maybe uh, farm some more keys. And then when that hour is up, flip it, attack it, link it, and just keep doing that until you get your AP. You can also be mean. Uh... <laughs> something that in our area we call it the dick flip it's it's called trolling pineappling grenading camp firing all pretty much the same name or different names for the same thing uh just kind of a psychological warfare or just plain ag agitation so here's how you do that identify a portal that the other side has an affinity for whether that's a favorite portal, uh, a couch portal, their work portal, a strategic portal for uh, an operation 
whatever. But, I, you know, they have something special about this particular portal. So what you do is you flip it with a card to your color. Well, actually, you just want to take it. Take it first. You can flip it and wait an hour, but take it and then build the portal with L1 resonators, the weakest as you can get. Um, for effect, just to kind of give them the extra effect, put those resonators in as tight as you possibly can. That's, as we'll see, that can be something that's a problem as well. Here's the big thing is fill the mod slots with useless mods. So it used to be fill all four mod slots with common link amps. Uh, if you want to go the other direction and go over the top end, put in two Edo pluses and two Edo negatives, which means they each cancel each other out. So you've got four mods in the slots. It's full, but they're not doing anything. And at that point, you flip the portal. So what is this? This leaves them with a portal that they can't attack because it's their faction. They can't flip for an hour. It's weak. It's of little use. So if you know that this is going to be you know, a really important portal and an operation they've got coming up, you, know, you pineapple it. And then they have a real hard time doing anything with it. Or you can just do it just to be a pain. Um, so their response is going to be either to you know waste a flip card in an hour to reclaim it, or wait for decay. You know, in some cases, if you don't have them, you just got to wait for the thing to decay before you can do anything about it, or just hope an enemy agent comes along and attacks it for them. When would you not want to use a flip card? Well, if you want to get AP from the actions of actually using the flip card not a good time to use it because you don't get anything. Uh, you probably don't want to use it for your regular attacks. Uh, you, whenever, you know, attacking this certain portal, it doesn't matter about the time that this is done or it doesn't matter. You know, it's not really, really important that I succeed. You probably don't want to use that uh, flip card. Um, if you want to stay off the map or not draw any attention, that is a good time to not use a flip card. Because when you use that flip card, uh, it, people will probably notice. And speaking of people noticing, how can you tell if a flip card was used? Sometimes it's kind of hard. Uh, if it was an agent from your own faction and you owned any resonators on the portal that they flipped, you'll get notifications that says, hey, an agent from your faction has attacked and killed the resonators. That's a good indication that that was a virus. Okay, it is. All the notifications happening at one time is another good indication. So if you didn't happen to own any resonators on that portal, but you look at the logs and you look at the actions, you see that all the resonators were killed at the same time, all the links dropped at the same time, all the fields dropped at the same time, that's a good indication that that was done with a virus. Um, you can look at the portal quickly after it was flipped. So if you know what was on the portal and you look at it later and you notice, okay, exact same stuff is on it, especially the same mods, but they're just the other color, that could be a good indication that this has been flipped. Of course, 
if the agent name is either Ada or Jarvis, that will tell you that, hey, that was flipped. And it will also tell you that it was flipped by an agent that was of the other faction. Because if he flipped it, he can't own it because he would be an enemy. So gives you an idea that at least it was somebody else that did it. Uh, possibly the portal was quickly attacked by agents, but again, that doesn't happen. So, whew, that's a lot. Flip cards. There's a lot to them. But again, like I said, you don't use them very often. And when you do, make sure you use them effectively. Choose wisely. And I hope that I see you choosing wisely in the field soon. See you later, agents. You want to keep Prime Tips coming your way? Then consider becoming a Prime Tips supporter. For little as a buck a month, you can support Prime Tips as we give you new ways to enjoy Ingress and your Ingress Prime Scanner. So throw us a buck or two. We can use it for important things like gas, food, frackers, and most importantly, creating Prime Tips podcasts and videos. That's right, I said videos. Every Prime Tip audio podcast has a Prime Tips video to go with it because, you know, sometimes it's just easier to see something done instead of hearing how something's done. So, become a Prime Tips supporter. Visit bit.ly slash Prime Tips support. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital P-R-I-M-E capital T-I-P-S capital S-U-P-P-O-R-T. And to watch our videos, go to bit.ly slash Prime Tips video. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital P-R-I-M-E capital T-I-P-S capital V-I-D-E-O. Check the show notes for these and other Prime Tips links. Thanks.